This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. Mike Slater on the Blaze Radio Network. So I got a text from Debbie. Uh, couple hours ago i don't don't even get it she wrote you are so wrong about cruise i turned you off we've only been on the show for on the air for an hour so what could she have written two years ago or two two hours ago maybe maybe it was just an hour ago though maybe the twitter thing is a little off i you are so wrong about cruise i turned you off what did i say about cruise an hour ago (laughs) did i even say anything about cruise I don't, I don't get that. It's so fascinating how people hear what they want to hear. Now, now partially, I'll, maybe I'm just not being as clear as I need to be. But a lot of the time, it's just people hearing what they want to hear. Let me talk about Ted Cruz's speech and, and what I would have done if I was in his shoes, for whatever it's worth. Okay? We would all maybe do something a little different. So I'll give you mine. And I'll take uh, listen to you. I want to hear what you say too. one 888 how you would have done it differently. Or maybe the exact same. So here's what happened. Um, I got a copy of the speech maybe 10 minutes before he delivered it. And I read it real quick. And I said, oh, geez. This. This is going to go over like a ton of bricks. Here's the bottom line. Now, a broad brush, but I say it's 98% true. And I know the 2% are going to yell at me, but the 98% are, if you are a Trump fan, you probably didn't care much for Ted Cruz anyway. So what Cruz did, you hate him even more. To you, he's a liar, he's a coward, and it's the end of his political career. That's If you, if you were a Trump fan, then you think Cruz is a liar, a coward, and it's the end of his career. Okay. Now, if you already loved Cruz... Then what he did, you love him even more. He's not a liar. He's honest. He's not a coward. He's brave. End his political career. It's going to launch his political career into new heights. <laughs> so it's it's battle line. It's a battle line situation. Where the battle lines were already drawn, people just went to them even stronger. I think that's 98% true. Now, maybe there's some cruise people who were like, oh, that was, that was dirty and... Uh, I was like, I don't like that. So yeah, yeah, okay, sure, I'm sure that exists. Or there's a Trump person who was like, wow, I really admire him for doing that. Okay, yeah, 98% of the case though, people just ran to their battle lines even stronger than before. Now, I don't know if this came across on TV. I want to give you a little background here first. I don't know if this came across on TV like it did in the arena. But I'm up there in the stands and... When he was introduced, roaring applause, like like probably more than anyone in the previous three days. And not only roaring, you know what, it was the only person, and it may have been the only person the entire week, that was given two rounds of applause in the beginning. You know, like when people applaud and then it kind of dies out and then it goes back up again? 
Cruz was definitely the first person to get that, if not the only person the entire week. So the crowd loved him. Right in the beginning, before he said a word, they were on his side. I think Scott Walker spoke a little bit before. They didn't give Scott. I mean, that was a big round of applause for Scott Walker, but nothing like Ted Cruz. And Ted Cruz was the first speaker in the convention where everyone was paying attention. Because it's four and a half hours long, there's a lot of people moving and milling about and murmuring, and no one's really fully, or I shouldn't say no one's fully paying attention, but there was never a case until Ted Cruz when everyone was paying attention. It was the very first time that everyone stopped to listen. I thought when he walked out, he was going to get booed right away. When Mitch McConnell walked out, like <laughs> if I were him, I just <laughs> turned around and left. Like, he was booed right from the jump, not Ted Cruz. Very welcoming crowd. And pretty early in the speech, he says, everyone needs to vote in November. People went nuts. They loved it. It was great. And people were listening because they were waiting to see what kind of endorsement he would give Donald Trump. And I, I can tell you based on the on being there and, and listening to the crowd and hearing and feeling the energy of the crowd, that line, everyone needs to vote in November, completely satisfactory. To the 1,000 and whatever Trump delegates in that room, Ted Cruz saying everyone needs to vote in November was perfectly acceptable. Everyone cheered. It was great. There was almost a, a sigh of relief. That was kind of the first, I mean, he congratulated Donald Trump at the beginning. I guess this was near the end of the speech, actually. He said, everyone needs to vote in November. And it was, everyone was like, oh, okay, there it is. Okay, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. Two lines later. He said, vote your conscience, and that's when everyone lost it. You couldn't even hear the last two paragraphs of his speech, couldn't hear a word. Now, this is my overall point. If Cruz stopped at go vote in November, everyone would have been happy. I'm telling you, at least everyone in that arena, the pro-Trump people were satisfied. And those are a thousand super rabid pro-Trump people. They were very happy. And go vote in November, that's enough of a wink and a nod to the crew supporters. Right? That's 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 enough of a like, hey guys. We're on the same page here, right? Uh, this isn't ideal here, but just just wait, we'll be back in four years. Right? It was it was just enough of a like, all right, I'm with you, I'm with you, Ted, I gotcha. Again, I'm a Cruz delegate. I should have said that at the beginning. I was a Ted Cruz delegate for the state of California. So I'm a Cruz guy. And I got that line. He said, go vote in November. I was like, I see what you're saying. It was perfect. Could have stopped. But he didn't. He could have stopped and he would have left everyone with good graces. And he would have distinguished himself just enough from what was going on. Distanced himself just enough. And everything would have been good. But now it's a whole thing. <laughs> now, in the end, let's not make a bigger deal of it than it is. It's fine. It doesn't really matter. If Trump is the greatest president ever, then Cruz can run in eight years. Again, he's only like 46 or something. If Trump is a terrible president, then Cruz will be back in four years. 
And if Trump loses in a couple months, then he'll Trump uh, Cruz will be back in four years with a big I told you so. So it's fine. He'll be fine. A lot can happen in 48 years. It's okay. But it didn't need to be done like that. So what could have been done? Who am I to say, right? But I can tell you what I could have done or what I would have done. Again, as a Cruz supporter, Cruz delegate. I would want uh, one goal out of my speech if I was Ted Cruz. Well, maybe a couple things, but the, the big one would be I want to talk for whatever, 15 minutes. And I want to I want to get off that stage and every single person in that arena, I want them saying to themselves, gosh, we should have elected that guy. Right? You, you want people leaving the arena because that was the night that I think Donald Trump Jr. spoke, right? Or whoever. I don't know who the main speaker was, but uh, no, it was Pence. It was Pence, right? I want everyone to leave thinking, oh, man, he at least should have been the VP. Oh, we love Ted Cruz. Oh, man, we made a bad decision. Right? Don't, isn't that what you would want? And I think you could have done that while still distancing yourself from Trump and his populism. Here's one thing I think he could have done, or I would have done. Forgiveness. Oh, Slater, he shouldn't forgive Donald Trump. Whoa, 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 whoa. Forgiveness. He's got nothing to forgive. Hold on. Proverbs 25, 21. If your enemy is hungry, give him food to eat. If he is thirsty, give him water to drink. Why? In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. And the Lord will reward you. There is no better way to get the upper hand on someone who has wronged you than to forgive them. Because that person's going to say, well, I don't even apologize. Sorry, I forgive you. Well, forgive me. I don't even apologize. I don't want to apologize. Nah, doesn't matter. I forgive you. Like that is the ultimate finger in the eye. If you forgive someone when they don't even apologize, it's hard to do. But when doing it, you're going to heap burning coals on that person's head. So I think uh, I would have gotten up there and I would have said, Mr. Trump, you said some horrible things about my wife and my father. I forgive you. And if I ever said anything about your family that crossed the line, I apologize as well. That's powerful. It's powerful. And it gives Cruz the upper hand because Trump never apologized. That's how you pour hot coals on his head. Start with that. I'd say three things I like about Donald Trump because you can always think of three things you like about anyone. And then three things I disagree with Donald Trump. I mean, that's good too. Hey, here we are at the Republican National Convention. You chose Donald Trump. Here's three things I really like about Donald Trump. And here's the things I really don't. Here's three things where we disagree a lot. Maybe if you wanted to be bold. I'd talk about something I'm worried about with Donald Trump's populism. Right? A warning to everyone there. Glenn talked about this yesterday on a show. The whole yes, you can line from the audience. That's no good. So I'd get up there if I were Ted Cruz and I'd issue a clear warning. Hey, people, 
I understand what Trump is saying here. I understand you like it, but let's not get totally swept up in thinking that a person is our savior other than the savior. He had a chance there with the whole arena and 30 million people watching to help the Trump train get back on track where it might derail. Okay, so you apologize. You ask for forgiveness, or you give forgiveness, then you apologize. Say three nice things, three three areas of disagreement. Then a warning on this populist movement. A declaration that you should stick with the Constitution, not a person. Put your hopes in the Constitution, not a person. And then at the end, I'd say something like, you know, all that being said, there's not a single person in this country running for president. Worse for the Constitution and worse for the future of our of our republic than Hillary Clinton. So let's work together, send her back to Chappaqua with her, hus- with her husband. Boom, done, end of speech. Don't you think that would have accomplished everything he wanted? I'm, listen, I'm not saying, and this goes to Debbie here, who said, I've turned you off because you were so wrong about Cruz. I'm not saying Cruz should have gotten up there and been like, oh, Donald Trump's amazing. He's the greatest person in the world. Everything he said, I agree. No, that's selling out. That's what Bernie Sanders did to Hillary Clinton. Bernie Sanders got up there and said, all right, I was wrong. Hillary's amazing in every way. I'm not suggesting you do that. I don't, I don't respect Ted Cruz because he sells out. You can still get up there and stand for your principles and stand for the country and stand for what you believe in and what this country was founded on and differentiate yourself from the nominee and not alienate every single person in the room. Don't you think he still could have accomplished everything he wanted to? I don't think that was the right way to do it. That's all. Mike Slater. On the Blaze Radio Network. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.